Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese meditation bowl is chiming, and that means it's time for The Art of the CEO, the show bringing you the most fascinating and the most helpful people in the business community from all over this terrestrial orb. I am Bart Jackson, the Hieronymus Bosch of business, and today we're venturing forth, traducing your ears and palate out of the studios, uh, to the Hopewell Valley Vineyards, located amid the sun-blessed undulating hills of Pennington, New Jersey, where owners Sergio and Violetta Neri lovingly edit this natural setting into rows of Chambersan and Chardonnay and many other grapes, all those fine vines which the Neris have coaxed from this fertile, if reluctant, soil. And so... I want you to join me right now at this moment. Please stroll with me as we walk up this wide, gentle, welcoming ramp to the gracious white building that looms over the budding vines, and we push through the double doors into the coolly elegant hall of slate and lofty oak. And right here to greet us is the charming and energy-brimming owner, Miss Violetta Neri. So here we are coming into Hopewell Valley Vineyards with Violetta Neri and spring is coming all around us and it is time of high buds and high promise and much is to be expected from the many acres of vines that we see out here getting ready to bring into bloom. And Violetta, uh, you have have about how many acres have you got surrounding the, the yes, vineyard? Yes. Um, hi, Bart. Welcome to Hopewell Valley Vineyards. Mm-hmm. I'm happy you're here again. Ah, so Always glad to be. Nice to welcome uh, old friends and make new friends. Thank mm-hmm. you for coming. So yes, we have a total of 75 acres approximately. Mm-hmm. This is the entire farm, but under cultivation we have 23. I see. Well, that's that's mm-hmm. marvelous. Now I know that you have uh, many. Uh, unusual kinds of grapes. You have the regulars and so forth. What are you, what are some of the main grapes you've got? In what we grow now? in our farm, given the the climate, the microclimate, and the soil mm-hmm. conditions, I find mm-hmm. works the best is Pinot Grigio, uh-huh. Chardonnay, mm-hmm. uh, sure. Vidal Blanc. Right. Is, uh, mm-hmm. We make quite a few wines with Vidal. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Traminet just for blending, not to make right. Traminet uh-huh. wine. Then we have um, Chambersen. Mm, that's that's a favorite of mine. Absolutely, I love, I mine love too. Your and uh, Barbera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a little bit Which of. Which is something that most people do not make. No, a lot of wineries that do offer Barbera, they buy the grapes from California. Yes, mm-hmm. but you have your own. Two, yes, we do. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's just an emotional choice for my husband. He's mm-hmm. uh, from northern Italy, and his grandfather had a vineyard with a lot of Barbera, so he grew up ah. with it. So it is a cultural and family tradition. Well, this is actually, it's from both sides, uh, as I understand. Uh, uh, Sergio was from 
Italy, and uh, you are from the proud state of Macedonia, as is Alexander the Great. Absolutely. And uh, you have brought your own version of uh, hospitality, but you are also from a, uh, a wine family, am I right? Correct. That is very true. Yes, indeed, I come from uh, Macedonia, as you said, in mm-hmm. Greece, mm-hmm. Uh, as you call it in Greece, or in Greek, and um, my grandmother owned a small vineyard. And oh, we had uh-huh. a three-story stone house in Greece, which you still have. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we visit any time we go to Greece. And uh, yes, he made a lot of wines. He made a mm-hmm. red and a white oh. from one particular um, archaic variety that doesn't exist anymore. Unfortunately, oh. our vineyard was you know, abandoned when we moved to the big city and it so on and so forth. It does happen. It does happen. But nevertheless, the winemaking is in, um, in my family's tradition and it's in my veins. Mm-hmm. I grew up with wine on the table from a very, very young age, so mm-hmm. I really appreciate wine. Oh, that's, that's great. And I know that uh, you can see the, the love as you come here and you're, you're concerned for it. And I know that uh, one of the things that... Uh, Sergio has, has, from his uh, very early days, as you say, he's known wine, and and you came here, and he came here to found this vineyard, and uh, as I recall, he told me a story once about what it took to get this place ready. It is it is a lovely climate, but it is in terms of land, mm-hmm. it, it's it's like trying to it's like trying to push justice through Congress. It is <laughs> just. <laughs> I like your analogy. uh, I really like your analogy. (laughs) It is just terrible. Now, he tells the story, he had to take the the bulldozer and the tractor? Yes. Um, The entire uh, farm we have now, 75 acres. Right, right. Uh, We have a lot of shell here, as does the entire region. Right, So if we were to plant vines on that particular soil, the first year they would attempt to grow, second year maybe more, third year there would be no more growth. Oh, they needed to be able to, the roots to penetrate through, exactly, through the soil to go sure, down. Sure. So how do you take care of that problem? Uh, we employed a bulldozer oh. uh, with a seven-foot ripper. You're Went up oh and down the farm to the tune we, of... We could use this in D.C., by the way, but go ahead. To rebuild, to rebuild. To rebuild, yes, yes we could use some rebuilding. appropriate, absolutely. Uh, so, yes, uh, the soil had to be turned and crushed oh. and, uh, you know, that ripper. We went around... Seven feet down. Seven feet down. We went around a few hundred miles, 358 oh. miles, to be precise. It was constant. It was going on for days. In any which direction. So the soil uh, breaks up, the shell, the stone breaks up. So when we actually plant the vines, they do stand a chance to grow, and they've been growing very nicely ever since. Yeah. Uh, now this is this Brunswick shale that, for mm-hmm. which the area is famous. And for right. those of you who want to get an idea of what they were going through, the next time you see a brownstone in New York, <clears throat> imagine trying to grow grapes through that. That'll give you an idea. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's just exactly. horrendous. And I, I think that's an amazing story, but it also shows everybody out there that if you really, really want to do it, you can go ahead, you can find a way, Absolutely. and that you can make it happen. Absolutely. It's a matter of commitment and passion and desire, and off you go. Thank you so You're much. welcome. You have all just heard how Sergio and Violetta Neri transformed this this truculent, unfriendly soil. So if you don't mind my aside, Violetta, uh, this points truly to a quill pen moment. 
Villette has just given us a timeless truth of business. We, we, she got the bulldozer drilled down seven feet beneath the stone shale and dragged it 358 miles. And as the Neries have shown and say, now take out your pens and dip it in the inkwell and please take note. Sometimes you just do what is demanded to make the vines grow. It is a matter of passion and commitment. And this is a thought which truly blends nicely, folding itself into uh, our comments today on the CEO of yourself. So once again, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of chief executive officer of yourself. Now, that's the most important position you'll ever hold in your career. So please pause, ponder, and ask yourself, have you cultivated the endurance required to reach the goals you want to achieve, even when the, stole, the, the soil gets stony or just downright tough? Or do you just say, well, it's just time to move on? The choice is truly yours. Now, Violetta, uh, let's get back to the vineyard and all the prosperity that you have brought from this marvelous ground. <laughs> Even... Uh, as, as we sit here, people are coming in all the time in this marvelous winery. And a lot of it is, uh, there is just a warmth and hospitality. Granted, it is a lovely hall, the slate floor, it is a lovely ambiance. But you and Sergio have transformed this from a winery and a vineyard into a real destination. It is for originally Central Jersey, now all of New Jersey comes here. And I was wondering, uh, you call it Macedonian, others might call it Greek, it is the northern part of Greek, but I have been there myself and lived there. There is a special hospitality from there, and of course Italian hospitality is renowned. So, is it, how did you bring the sense of hospitality to this winery? What did, what did... Well, um, you start doing something that you really have a passion for, that you really mm -hmm. like. Yeah. So the rest comes naturally, provided it is part of your nature to be open, hospitable, chatty, mm -hmm. full of mm -hmm. energy. People come here and, as you said, it's become a destination winery and vineyard. We put Pennington on the map of New Jersey. And a, a little dot of Pennington, people gravitate mm -hmm. here. And why? It's not only because we make fine wines and mm -hmm. we strive to make the absolute best wines we can. Mm -hmm. Real wines. We don't use blueberries, raspberries, pineapples, <laughs> and papayas. I'm sorry, uh, these are uh, not wines. There's, there's, there's no river bark uh, wine? No. 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 It is only Look grapes. Look elsewhere, I guess. Exactly, so. exactly. Go somewhere else for that. We only use grapes. It's, uh, wine making is a national art in the modern science, and we respect both aspects of it. So That's the wine fun. is good. It's award-winning, and it's wonderful. It's appreciated. Now, from then on, we also have uh, the broader hospitality part of it. We offer brick oven pizza. We have a light frying menu. We have music. I've got to interrupt right there. The, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Friday night has been turned into uh, an absolute marvelous party. There is a brick oven pizza that is that you make, right? We it's make. Homemade. Order. And then tell them about the music that goes on. on oh, Friday the music. Night. Where do I begin and why do I end? What notes? What notes do I finish? Yes, so we have uh, music. And with the coda. Start, with, start with, with the first chord. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> so on uh, Thursday and Sunday, 
Every, that is year-round. Every week we have uh, jazz, Thursday evening jazz and jazz Sundays. On Friday and Saturday night we also have live music mm-hmm. and it could be jazz, classic rock, acoustic, all kinds of different varieties of music that is appropriate and conducive to this environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And fantastic musicians are coming here to play. There is a lot of local talent in this area. Absolutely. And might I say that in most of the places where there are wineries, wherever it is made, there is local artistic talent, Mm -hmm. and the winery is a great place to draw it out, as you have done. And I walk across, I'm looking right now at this beautiful grand piano that uh, Sergio plays. And am I right that we oh. will be in luck this Easter to have... He uh, will be playing tomorrow, uh, tonight, actually. Oh, Friday. wonderful. He's playing tonight. Mm-hmm. Sergio and his group is playing every last Friday of every month. Uh-huh. And then occasionally on different uh, Sundays with Lars uh, on the trombone and trumpet. So, yes, he's ah, playing quite a bit. Well, tell us a little bit about Sergio's taste in music, because it's, uh, it's eclectic, to say the least. Uh, jazz. We're mm-hmm. into jazz big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our favorite uh, genre of music. To Absolutely. be said, but I have heard him play some absolutely wonderful selections of Beethoven from time to time. And, uh, yes, and... and um, I, I believe. He started uh, training uh, in piano when he was seven, ah. classical training. Yes, perhaps that's what he so did. So absolutely. And then when he went to college, mm-hmm. he went to jazz and he never went back to classic. But once in a while, he will do it just to enjoy. Oh, that's wonderful that here. Well, music. ladies and gentlemen, you do want to be here when uh, all heaven breaks loose at Popa uh, Valley Vineyards. And as the heavens pour forth their best music and mayhem, allow me a brief departure to, to step away from these charming halls of Dionysus and pour just a soupçon of humor out for you. Uh, who joined us at the table today. Uh, we are bringing you The Art of the CEO radio show live from Hopewell Valley Vineyards in Pennington, New Jersey. And first, allow me a clink of the wine glass and offer you this week's business quotation. Actually, no, let me give you last week's business quotation, because those of you who were wise and astute enough to have joined us uh, last week heard this business quote. Business executives feel about government regulation the same way children feel about laws that limit their consumption of ice cream. <laughs> and if you wrote in to info at bartsbooks.com, that's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com, that the author of that quote's name was the storyteller Peter Bida, you probably have already received your prize, which has been freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Bookstore. So keep your ears and your cerebrum with us, my friend, because later in the show, blurting right at you, will come another quotation. And if you are amply erudite to know who authored that quote, your prize awaits. And speaking of Bart's Books Bookstore, our friends at Prometheus Publishing, the company by whose good graces we are here today, they invite you, as long as we are drinking in the Dionysian spirit, to visit Bart's Books Bookstore on bartsbooks.com, that's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com, and pick up your copy of The Garden State Wineries Guide. You know, 
ever since the wines of New Jersey's in a blind taste test, which which I attended, is fabulous. They beat out the best wines of France and California. Ever since that, in about 2008, people have begun to realize the true value of Garden State wines, and also the real fun of visiting the 42 wineries around the state. And the Garden State Wineries Guide is the absolute best handbook and mentor to take you through the visiting of all the wineries and imbibing the fruits thereof all through New Jersey. So why not pick up your copy at bartsbooks.com, B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com. And remember, you're listening to The Art of the CEO, which every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time streams magically through the profoundly misunderstood realms of cyberspace, where you may listen and download it uh, this episode and all the others uh, by visiting blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. Yes, it's blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. So with your glasses and guidebook in hand, let's turn our ravenous palates back to Violetta Neri as she continues to tour us through Hopewell Valley Winery of Pennington, New Jersey. Violetta, I understand that well, the, both you and Sergio have come from business backgrounds. You were in real estate and law originally and and uh, then decided to find honest work at a vineyard. Uh, and Sergio <laughs> came from engineering and decided that there are other people in the world. So uh, that's all my jokes. The truth is, that I, is fine. I, I am curious it. as to why, what brought you, other than of course your heritage, what made what brought you to open a vineyard? The, yes, the vineyard, the winery was just a concept in the beginning of our, uh, now we're open to the public for 13 years. This is the 13th year of operation. Right. But it started the concept of building a little vineyard, a little vignette, mm-hmm. as a hobby. A hobby one. A yeah. hobby, exactly. Right. It mm-hmm. started um, around 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and at that point, again, it was a hobby. Uh, Sergio was out of work. Um, the company mm-hmm. he worked for belonged to his father was sold. So he said, okay, what do I do now? I'm too young to retire, so let's create a little vignette to have a hobby and make some wine, and we take it from there. And there so, it went. And there it went. We well, didn't take it from there. It took us from there. Well, I, I must admit, great. this is what people don't realize. My wife yeah. and I yeah. ha- have a hobby vineyard, and which we have just prune, finished pruning the grapes for, and uh, we have this, the mildest soupçon of the immense amount of labor and work. Yeah. So now as we enter into Easter, the buds are coming. Could you take us through, just generally briefly, uh, the year of work that's going on? What will be happening now? What will you be doing in the vineyard now? And Let's so start from where you just start yourself, uh, the pruning. Right. Uh, this is when we take down the old uh, branches of the vines that mm-hmm. are now just looking dry and Serving no other purpose, mm-hmm. other than in February, in very cold weather, you pull them down. Right. So and then we actually drop them on the ground so they can just be reabsorbed. Sure. Fertilizer. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Uh, now there is nothing to be done. We're just waiting for the weather to maintain itself at the proper level. Mm-hmm. We cannot afford to have any little buds coming up and then have a very cold. Um, hello. Having a very cold weather and then they can freeze. That would be not good. Right. So yes. Yeah. 
but once the budding starts and the little leaves come about, this is ring, the new life begins and it's growing just great. There's leaf pulling. How many times do you pull leaves? First of all, tell people what leaf pulling is. Okay, so uh, later on, uh, when the vines are full of leaves, they start to grow, and uh, before we just, you know, see where we are with the entire development uh, of the of the grapes and the vines, we oh. So yes, generally speaking, uh, the various stages of uh, working through what is going on in the vineyard throughout the year mm -hmm. is in February, uh, we prune right. the vines and mm -hmm. we take away all the old branches. And then uh, now, we... Excuse me, but there is yes. a real art to that. To there is a, absolutely, there is a real art. You have to do it right and you have to do it consistently and mm -hmm. you have to do it at the right time. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, it has to be very cold uh, weather time <laughs> when you do that, so you will never find me out there. But, uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, everything we do here is done by hand. We don't have machines uh, harvesting or pruning, as you right. see, huge, mm -hmm. big, developed you know, develop wineries. Mm -hmm. So it's done by hand and, um, yes. So... And then uh, later on, uh, the weather cooperates, hopefully, it heavily depends on the weather. After oh, all, yes. this is our... Uh, uh, it yes. is a farm, right. Absolutely. So uh, the, the vines are going to start budding now, and then they, as they grow, the buds develop some, uh, bring out some leaves. And eventually, in a few months, you're going to have a lot of beautiful green leaves on the vines that are going to come alive, and, and the vineyard mm. looks is transformed. It has right. a different oh, picture than it yes, has it now. Is. You do want to be here at that time. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely yes. Mm -hmm. uh, the vineyard is beautiful year-round, on a snowy mm. day, even on a rainy day. It has its own, its own beauty. But I find it now that as I look out, there are no buds, but there's a stark beauty. And exactly. it also, you cannot help but look at the vines and see hope. Exactly. So, and they look like, yeah, when they're hibernating, but they look like nothing is going on. But then come late spring, they're full of life. So, yeah, so later on as the photosynthesis goes on and the leaves grow and the little buds become tiny little baby grapes and they start growing, we go around and we eliminate, we cut back the ones that don't stand a mm -hmm. chance to become nice and big, uh, big and juicy. So that to, gives to a, a fuller exactly flavor to the remaining, to the remaining ones. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I've heard people talk about getting eight tons per acre, and then they will, but, but some will pinch back to two. Uh, tons per acre, and, and yeah. of course, there's, there's, there's a whole science and art in that. But yes, of course, yes. Mm -hmm. um, no, we do pinch back a bit, uh, but the remaining uh, crop is really very good quality. Mm -hmm. And again, this is what it takes to make a very good wine, uh, not to water it down. And a good wine is exactly what you're going to find, which is something, actually, uh, thinking of right about now, I think that's where we should turn our palate. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Now, I hope you folks who are particularly attuned, heard Violetta's sort of intake and slight bewilderment just when I referred to leaf pulling. And this was fun because it shows the caliber and the truly excellent uh, vintner, Sergio, uh, uh, and how he excels over the majority. Leaf pulling is a process by which you pull away the uh, excess leaves that are shading the grapes and give the grapes more sun. And that is what the average growers do and make a whole process of. However, Sergio and his helpers hey, keep the vines in check, so exquisitely manicured all year round, that the whole concept of leaf pulling and from untended growth, it literally never occurs. This is truly a sign of high quality, and the truth 
uh, which is always known, is that the best wines are made in the vineyards. And all of which leads us to the immense popularity of Hopewell's Valley Vineyards Excellent Wines. Well, now that the laws have changed and that Jersey wines are coming very much more into their deserved own, I I know that uh, you have followed suit and, and have put your wines far beyond the winery. Uh, they, I can now get them in restaurants, as I understand? Yes, and absolutely. Um, the ABC, by law, we have the right to sell our wines in 15 restaurants mm-hmm. that do mm-hmm. not have their own liquor license. We're called, these winers are called, uh, well, they're outlets. They're out. mm-hmm. We provide and they sell our Could wine. Could you give us, give us the name of a couple of places? Absolutely. Uh, we have uh, Leonardo's in Lawrenceville, down here, Route mm-hmm. 1 South. We have uh, Trattoria Procaccini in Princeton. Mm-hmm. We have PJ's uh, in Princeton and West Windsor. We have the Greek Taverna in Northern Jersey. Oh, In Edgewater. Yes. Uh, we have um, Basilio's. Uh, we have 15. Wonderful. All of 15 licenses are, are at the moment all taken. And you're finding, I would think, most Jersey, good Jersey wineries are finding that uh, they're making a, a, a much greater appearance on the shelves, on the liquor store shelves, correct? Yes, that is true. That is true. Although we, we do sell in liquor stores mm-hmm. in some, oh. but we don't have a sales force going out trying to promote and sell our wines yeah. in liquor stores because uh, we're not a huge establishment. Mm. And as you said before, we are a destination, really focused on drawing people to come to us here, to the beautiful winery, to meet with us, uh, to enjoy the wine, the food, the music, the environment. And another thing before, when we start talking, uh, why is this place a destination? Because also, Serge and I are here all the time. Yes. The only uh-huh. time you will not see us here is if we're overseas. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. we're here, we are not just around, we're here. Mm-hmm. Sergio plays music, he makes the pizza, makes the wine, um, I manage the hospitality aspects of our business. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, we're hands-on owners every single day of the week. We're not an absentee entity, we're here. Ladies and gentlemen, I think this shows you what, an, what can be done with uh, not just an entrepreneurial spirit, but someone who has a dream and has a passion and they want to take it. And I wish that uh, you all listening out there could find uh, something that you enjoy as much and be even nearly as expert as Sergio and Violetta have become. I thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. My pleasure to have you. And I invite everyone to come, have pizza, have wine, and enjoy life just a little better. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. So, as we round out today's Feast of Wisdom, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's business quotation. Who was it who said, I'd rather see you drink a glass of wine than a glass of milk? What's the good of living if you can't have the things that give your life a little enjoyment? Uh, and this is a surprising one. So as a hint, this author is unexpected he is a gentleman who is one of the original 
fitness experts who nudged our bodies and souls onto the right track. And remember, if you know the author of this quote, just jot that name down and scribble it off as you believe him or her to be and send it to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com to win an absolutely astounding, life-changing gift (laughs) fresh from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, living cautiously is an oxymoron. Living by itself, by its nature, is done excessively, with a leap and a fling. And after each episode, you pay the price, you rise and stagger on, but always, my friend, with a smile. And to you who are gleefully sharing this feast, I hope you have enjoyed the Art of the CEO show as much as Violet and and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember, you may download this and all our shows at blogtalkradio.com slash theartoftheceo, the show featuring people almost as intriguing as yourself. And finally, to you who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, it has been a privilege. I thank you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.